This is Justin. And I'm Wes. We've got another episode of Pastime Rants. Uh, this episode is our sports episode. We've got some NFL free agency news. Uh, we talk a little bit NBA stories. Related. You're back on Michael Jordan. Of course. First LeBron James. Jordan versus LeBron. Another take on that. Yeah. Um, and then you have a story at the end. Story about a movie. Story about a movie. Mm-hmm. All right. That's about it. That's this episode. Let's go. All right, we're back. Got another episode. Uh, just get started with news that affects me and my fandom. Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers decided to actually re-sign Juju. Okay. Which I said last week probably ain't going to happen. But they found a way. They found a way. Um, now, Juju did help. Now, I said last week, the fan base is pretty much 50-50 split on Juju. Like 50% like him, 50% can't stand him. Most of it's for the off-field stuff. The TikToks, the dancing on the logo, stuff like that. People hate that shit. There's 50% of people who hate that shit. The older fans don't like it. Mm-hmm. Younger fans love it. I'm Fortnite. Getting, I'm getting that age where I'm like, I don't like it. They love the whole Fortnite and the TikTok and the streaming and all Fortnite. that kind of stuff. Fortnite's trash. You know that, right? Yeah. You played it, right? I've like once, yeah. It's trash. I give it a shot. It's mm-hmm. trash. Yeah. That's why children play it, and that's why Travis Scott does free concerts on it. <laughs> it's trash. But, um, yeah, so Juju, um, and I'm in between. I really I don't care about the off-field stuff. I don't care if he's TikToking. I hope he's in the weight room, too, working out. I hope he's, he's, he's in a barbershop. I hope he's catching footballs. He's getting that. He's more worried about that hair dye. Yeah. Um, but it turns out he took a discount to stay. All right. So Pittsburgh offered him $8 million to come back one year, $8 million. And right. apparently he had other offers from inside the conference, which I think it's coming out as the Ravens. The Ravens offered him $13 million a year, probably an extended contract. Seems like a lot of money. It's a, that's what I'm saying. It not be like an elite level. Well, it's not not crazy money. Um, $13 million no. guaranteed? I don't, it's it, not guaranteed. Is it? I, don't, I mean, the contract didn't get signed, so I don't know all the details of it. Well, $13 million. He, he basically left $5 billion on the table. You remember you told me last week J.J. Watt called you on the phone. He did. Juju <laughs> did not. Um, and then that's a strike. So he left $5 million on the table to come back to Pittsburgh. Good, you I don't guess. see that a whole lot. No. The young guys take the money. He seems like a good dude, though. So, I mean, so maybe he likes the city. He loves he loves Pittsburgh apparently. Uh, trick or treating on Halloween. Yeah. Um, so he took the hometown discount uh, and pretty much took up all the money Pittsburgh had left. Mm. Pittsburgh had only made that kind of cap room uh, by letting some guys go, some older guys. Uh, they released Vince Williams. I know that. Um, they're gonna let Steven Nelson ask for a trade. He was one of our better cornerbacks. So what I'm getting at is we're letting pieces of our defense go away in order to sign pieces of this offense. We ain't going to win a championship that way. We got our better shot at winning the championship is with the defense. Mm-hmm. I'd rather spend that money on the defense and keep them guys together and let Juju walk, even though I do like Juju. I'm not saying for the entire season last season, but there were spots the last season when you guys had a freaking great defense. Yeah. Up until we start getting injuries, Devin Bush got injured. Bud Dupree tore his ACL. Yeah. We had like third string linebackers playing. We had a good defense for a minute. They were solid. But now it's slowly falling apart. Yeah. And uh, I don't I just don't see us winning a Super Bowl, keeping this offense together and letting the defense walk. No. I'd not. rather keep the defense and let the offense walk. Do you think it's gonna end with Ben on the bench crying again? Yeah, we're, I mean, we're not going to win a playoff game. Okay. I just wanted to brace you for that. Because it's coming. Like, it, it's coming. Like, this probably is last year. I'd say more than likely, definitely, this is his last year. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so Juju's back. It is what it is. I was, that doesn't make us win a Super Bowl. No. So, we'll see what happens. Um, other news, I think 
I don't know if we talked about this last time, but Drew Brees officially retired. Okay, so that can tell me that I can I can kind of segue to that. So guess what? We, me and my wife went to go eat Sunday. Where? Chili's. <laughs> because because that guy pissed you off so bad. I told we couldn't figure out what we wanted to go to. Was it Longhorn? Mm-hmm. Is that the one? Yeah. Okay, we were going to go to Longhorn because we wanted to stay. We get in there and they said, it's "And you settled for chilies." Listen, they said we were fucking <laughs> hungry, and because uh, I went shoe shopping, and that takes a lot out of you. Yeah. And uh, I got some sweet freak twos, and um, so we go into Longhorn. And they're like, "It's 35, 40 minute wait." We said, "Okay." We got promptly got back in our cars. Like, where we're we gonna go? We want to stay. We were just fixated on that. And I was like, "Look down the road." I was like, "Let's go to chilies." Let's go. Let's just see if it's. You said, "Let's leave this place." 35 minute wait. We'll go to somewhere. There's no wait. You can sit right down. That's what we thought. Really? So we pull in, plenty of seating, right? Yeah. Plenty of seating. They sit us down. Waiter comes up. He's a nice guy. I thought he worked at the brewery with my wife because I was like, why are you? Because of his beard and all that. I was like, how do you not brew beer? (laughs) What the fuck? Okay, whatever. That's beside the point. So he gets our order, whatever. I ordered like, uh, I think I, I, I got got like a ribeye with like shrimp on it and then some loaded potatoes. I was like, you can't mess that up. Huh. And then she got, I forget what she got. She got something else. And um, so we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting. Waiter keeps coming up. We keep waiting. And as I'm waiting, I look up on the TV and it says, Drew Brees retired. I said, about fucking time. <laughs> about time. I think Casey's like, they're going to think you're talking about that. I said, I'm clearly looking at the TV. And she's, what are you talking about? I said, that asshole's gone. Screw him and his birthmark. I don't care. So I was watching that. I was like, that's a good thing. That, it, it, But we're still waiting. We're still waiting. Dude comes up and goes, I'm sorry. There was a shift change problem in the kitchen. I'm sitting there going, okay, it's not my problem, but okay. Brings our food out finally. No shrimp. Didn't bring out her side. Then they bring my shrimp out, bring her side out. I ate it. And I was like, I can cook better steak than this at home. So I just wanted to prove my point. There's no reason <laughs> to be in that big of a hurry to go to fucking Chili's. <laughs> but that's where I saw it was the Drew Brees thing. I did see it there. And I won't be back. Let's put it that way. Because I was like, this is subpar food. This isn't even Applebee's level. I mean, like, who goes to Chili's? Seriously. But yeah, it, it kind of sucks. It does. So but if you didn't listen last week, a guy almost killed me because <laughs> he was in such a hurry to get to Chili's. <laughs> But the only good thing that happened from that was I did get the news that that man's gone. Yeah. Drew Brees is gone. I don't have to worry about him anymore. But you're still in a division with Tom Brady. So I would rather lose to the GOAT than to lose that guy. <laughs> it was uh, it was overdue. Uh, if Brady played for the Saints, it'd be the same thing, Justin. The Tampa Bay doesn't bother me. Bother me much. I know we're trash. Uh, yeah, and I think it did come out uh, that Tom Brady was going to play for the Saints had Drew Brees retired. That man can't do that to me. How would that make you feel if you saw Tom Brady? I quit watching football. <laughs> I, just, I just 100% watch NBA. Yeah. Um, I just quit. Because the Saints are just going to get championships now. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this, though, is that they already have more than the Falcons. They got one. How many the Falcons got? None. No. <laughs> we got we, we, no, we got a close. We got a close. So, so they have more championships. Um, they do. I mean, and their their fans are. If, hmm, I wish I could line them up and just punch them all. <laughs> um, but no, that's what I was going to say too. Also in that division, the Falcons came out because they just hate themselves and said we're going to restructure a deal with Matt Ryan. We are not going to draft a quarterback in the first round because we hate to win. And we hate our fans, and we hate the future. We need a freaking quarterback to study under Matt Ryan, and they're like, "No, we're good." Yeah, it's a dumb move, and you're they're going to be in Pittsburgh situation very yes. soon, very soon. Yes, they're they're so stupid. They're, I mean, I, I just shook my head and go, "Of course you, of course that's what you did." Yeah, the time to draft a quarterback for the Falcons is now. Yeah. Now, before you get into Pittsburgh situation where Ben should retire. He's coming back for another year, and uh, we have no one to replace him. No. They got Mason Rudolph. They got Dwayne Haskins. Both are unproven. At least get you a prospect. You haven't liked what you see from Dwayne Haskins. At least get get you a prospect. Sure. Let him study under Matt for a couple seasons. Mm -hmm. And then if the time comes that you need this kid to step up, he's ready. 
at least you'll know something about him. At least you'll know if he can play or not. Yeah. If you draft him now and you let him sit. Because next draft, is there anybody that's on the horizon that could be like a good pick in the first round? I'm sure there is. you can think off the top of your head? I mean, just any, I don't keep up with that shit. I, no, I haven't looked to next year. I don't know who's coming out or anything yet. Um, I'm sure there is. There's uh, always a, a ton of quarterbacks. The best quarterback in the draft is going to be wasted in Florida right off the bat. If you got drafted by Atlanta, you might not be wasted, is what I'm saying. You might have a chance of winning one day. Maybe. Maybe, but not the way they're I mean, just They don't want to win. Yeah. They, they hate me. Drew Brees is gone. Yep. Hopefully dead. He is not. Put him in the ground. <laughs> I'll dig the hole. Look, he ain't Tom Brady. He ain't coming back. No. He ain't got to worry about well, him. He was slacking. Oh, yeah. Big time. Oh yeah. Compared to him, like I saw some of his yeah. numbers, and I will—I won't take anything away from him. That dude had like more five thousand yard seasons than anybody. Like, there's nobody even close. Mm-hmm. The dude could play. He just played for the wrong team. Yeah. Well, I mean, his arm was shot. Yeah. He can't throw the ball down the field anymore. It was time for him to retire. Um, other news: uh, We talked about JJ Watt last week signing with the Cardinals, and the Cardinals are signing more people. Cardinals decided to sign A.J. Green. Okay. Who had, who had A.J. Green on their fantasy team last, last season? You did for some did. reason. Guess what he did? I think you've had him for the past two seasons. I, I think he's been hurt for the past two seasons. What, <laughs> he was hurt season four last. Didn't play one one damn down. Mm-hmm. Second season, I was like, I'll pick him up. Sure, this guy's going to do something. He didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. He didn't do a goddamn thing. You watch him blow the fuck up in Arizona. Unless you mean in like a physical sense, like he blows out a knee. And he's ACL explode. (laughs) Like they're going to zoom in with the HD cameras and a mushroom class going to come out of that knee. Yeah. AJ Green will be a a great guy to have on the sideline cheering y'all when he's in a walking boot, when he's in a a brace. I brought that up to you about Arizona. Like they're trying to sign people. And it's like they looked at what Tampa Bay did and they did like the great value version of it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's like the um, the bargain bin version of what Tampa Bay did. The bargain bin version? No, like they're trying to do the same thing, like sign all these big all names. These, yeah. Yeah. And they're just not doing it quite as well. No. So that's the great value version. Because you have to have Tom Brady to bring in those great names that are still good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and now they can, they can get anybody they want. I just thought it was funny. I was like, Arizona's got to be looking at what Tampa Bay did. Say, let's do that. And they can't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I still don't. A.J. Green uh, doesn't make the Cardinals a contender, I don't think. No. And that's got to do something. Yeah. He hasn't done anything in two years. Because you're going to – now your wide receiver core is going to be DeAndre Hopkins, who's great. Mm-hmm. Larry Fitzgerald, who's been great for a long time. He's old. First ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's old. The best hands ever? Possibly. You can make the argument. You make it uh, the best hands. And A.J. Green, who's always hurt. A.J. Green and Larry Fitzgerald are past their prime. That's easy easy to say. A little bit. Um, Because Julio's always hurt, but at least he'll play half the season. Yeah. So, that's what the Cardinals have been doing. Um, I thought this one was funny. This is – so – what kicked off all this was Detroit trading Matthew Stafford to the Rams. Mm-hmm. And um, the Rams defensive end, Michael Brockers, came out and said, you know, when they traded Stafford to the Rams, traded Goff to the Lions, he came out and said that Matthew Stafford is a level up from Jared Goff. He is. I don't think that's, you know, controversial no. to say or anything. But he came out and basically dissed his – old quarterback. Yeah. Saying that he's not as good as Matthew Stafford. Probably didn't have to do that. Probably not. Michael Brockers got traded the other day to the Detroit Lions with Jared Goff. (laughs) So so after dissing his starting quarterback and saying, oh, yeah, cool, man. We got got Matthew Stafford. He's a level up. Now you're going to go play with Jared Goff again. Oh, that's going to be a first training game. Hey, buddy, um, come here. So, uh, that's hilarious. That's funny. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I didn't mean uh, I didn't mean that, man. Come on. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure it's going to be awkward in the. Uh, We're awkward. lions now. Let's go win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good luck to you. Um. The Rams got interesting though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Stafford's good. Mm-hmm. He was just wasting away down there, though. Yeah. Or up there, whatever. Um. God, there was one more thing I thought. Of. Oh. The other thing that's happened in free agency, um, the New England Patriots have like flipped a switch. It used to be Belichick didn't sign anybody, wouldn't spend money. Not this year. They spent all the money. He, he took it personal. He, uh, took, he took the Buccaneers personal. He saw Tom Brady win a Super Bowl and he said, spend all of it. Exactly what Throw happened. all the money at every free agent. He used his whole like um, sweatshirt budget. Yeah. <laughs> that he's been saving forever. Yeah. Uh, so they signed Cam Newton to a one-year contract. I was shocked by that. Who else are you going to get? I I don't know. I I didn't think Cam Newton fit in there from the get-go. Uh, he didn't have anybody to throw to either. He didn't. Uh, that, that whole Patriots offense was depleted. Um, there was nobody there. So um, they went out and got some pieces. I mean, uh, Belichick signed Nelson Aguilar. He's coming over from Oakland Raiders. He had a decent season. He's like a four-time Pro Bowler. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't think. They got somebody from the, the Raiders that was like a, a, a few-time Pro Bowler. Aguilar is known for the uh, the video. Um, he was Philadelphia Eagle before he was the Raider. And uh, I don't know if you ever saw the video of the guy getting interviewed during like a fire. They were talking about uh, what it – they threw something down to him, and he called it. And they interviewed him. I don't know if it was a – maybe it was a kid. Hell, I don't know. I, he called something. I don't know. That. They interviewed him. Here, I'll pull the video up. Okay. I'm going to be talking about my ass because I'm just glancing up at the at the TV while I'm working out, and I just saw someone on ESPN is a Raider, three or four-time Pro Bowler. I don't know where he went. Those emotions. So Justin's showing me, he's looking up the video, and uh, I guess I'm going to watch it. We was catching on like Okay. Okay. So Aguilar was known in Philadelphia for... Okay, that's not who I was talking about. For drops. This guy was a center. Uh, yeah, Rodney Hudson, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Aguilar was known in Philadelphia for dropping the ball. That guy. And he burned him on TV. Like, he was getting interviewed. There was a fire. He said they were throwing babies, right? Babies everywhere. <laughs> he said they were throwing babies and they were catching them. Unlike Aguilar. That's, that guy should have got a check for that. Because that's how Philadelphia is. That's Yeah, they're horrible. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they hate everything. <laughs> Um, let's. If you want an idea of Philadelphia, just look up Bill Burr versus the city of Philadelphia, and just do yourself a favor and listen to Bill Burr just rip on the entire city of Philadelphia for twelve minutes. And we'll pull up uh, what the Patriots have been doing, all their signings. Because that's funny. It, I've yeah. never seen that. That's great. Yeah, it's uh, that guy's timing was awesome. Like I said, they signed Nelson Aguilar. Um, they signed. Matt Judon, linebacker from the Ravens. Um, that's a big signing. Uh, they signed two tight ends. John U. Smith from the Titans, who's pretty good. And Hunter Henry, who could be good, but he's hurt every year. They signed both of them, given Cam. The thing is, Belichick knows how to pick people, too. Oh, yeah. So there's a method to his madness. Uh, they brought back linebacker Kyle Van Noy, who's big for them. Um Oh, they signed defensive lineman Montrevious Adams from Auburn. I don't think he's played a whole lot for Green Bay, but they picked him up. Anyway, the Patriots have been signing everybody. They're throwing money around like it's crazy. Trent Brown is the uh, offensive tackle that you're talking about okay. uh, from the Raiders, uh, who's one of the best offensive tackles in the league. So Again, pro bowler. Yeah. So they made a lot of moves this offseason, uh, which is odd – for the no, Patriots. It's, this, not, it's not on now because we know why he did it. Oh, yeah. But uh, that's what I'm saying. It, this is different. This is unheard of for Bill Belichick. Yeah, because last year he, he said that. He goes, we don't, we don't have no money. Yeah. We, we ain't got no money. Yeah. 
Well, they do now. And I get he went into his emergency sweater budget. <laughs> and Pittsburgh's going to do this next year. Pittsburgh's got like the I think the most cap space next year. That's what's going to happen with Juju. Bring it back to Juju. He signed a one-year hometown discount. Next year, he's going to get paid. Okay. He's going to be in Pittsburgh for his career. They're going to pay him next That'd year. Nice. I like to see people stay with one team. Yeah, so they've got a lot of money next year, which also means we don't have a lot of people under contract next year. You know what uh, we're getting next year? What? Seattle Kraken. Yes. Yep. I finally will start watching hockey. Oh, yeah, and the guy beat last week. Suck it. <laughs> Just suck it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say to you. But I think that's pretty much it for free agency news. There's not a whole lot going on in, uh, other than, like, I touched you touched on Pittsburgh. I touched on the trash fire that is at the city of Atlanta. Yeah, well, Atlanta's not doing anything. They don't have any money. No. They're I mean, in the same situation they're, they're, Pittsburgh they're, is. It's not even that. It's that they, the one thing that could have been bright, they said, yeah, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do that. Screw our future. Screw our fans. That's basically what they're doing. Not taking anything away from Matt Ryan. Dude's going to give you numbers every year. You can't play forever. It is time to start thinking about what's next. Okay, so do you want to switch gears and go something different? Sure. Okay, anything else on football? I think that's it. Um, I don't know anything about March Madness. I don't know anything about that. You saying somebody was losing, but then they yeah, were just now Ohio State lost to Oral Oral Roberts. They did lose. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. That's something. That was a 15 seed over two seed. Um. That don't happen. Happens every year, doesn't it? 15 over twos. Upset. There's always an upset every year, though, isn't there? Usually, it's the 12-5 matchup. Okay. Um. There's been one 16 seed win a couple years ago. Beat Virginia. Um. 16 seeds don't beat one seeds. It just don't happen. Yeah, Fifteen know. seeds don't beat two seeds. It's very rare. Good for them. So it's always got to mess that bracket. I March Madness. I, yeah, it just blew my bracket up. Yeah, everybody's bracket gets torched. Yeah, a lot of people had Ohio State winning it all. Yeah, I don't know enough to really comment on that, but you had said something about it, so I didn't know what. I fill out a bracket every year, and I'll tell you what, ESPN, your random feature because you can fill out like, like ten. So I fill out like a. A actual one, mm-hmm. and then I just did the random one for fun, and I'm picking Iona because you sent me that. I hate Alabama. Yeah. Okay. First of all, the SEC's weak in basketball. Y'all gonna learn that this week. All right. Me? Hey, y- yes. Yeah, you. I'm gonna learn that. Yes. Okay. The SEC <laughs> is not that good in basketball. Okay. This year, very weak conference. Um. Tennessee is a five seed right now. I just told you 12 seeds over five seeds. Mm-hmm. Oregon State's beating Tennessee right now at the half, 33 to 19. Tennessee scored 19 points at half in a basketball game. Yeah. And they're a five seed. One of the better teams played for the SEC championship against Alabama and took them to the wire. They're losing to a 12 seed right now. There's a lot of people that are, I guess, are delusional thinking Alabama's going to do well. I, I picked Oregon State in that matchup, by the way. Well, I mean, they have. I picked against every SEC team. They get the best, the best equipment. Oregon kind of has a. No, Oregon State. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Um. Yeah, right now, I mean, the upset is Oral Roberts over Ohio State. Uh, everything else is pretty much. I was watching the Arkansas Colgate game. Yeah, Arkansas is a three seed. Colgate's fourteen. They're they're playing against toothpaste. Yes. Col- Colgate was in that game up until the end. Then the Tartar built up, and the, and the gun disease known as Ginger Biden showed up and just messed everything up. Arkansas won that game by 17 points, but I like late in that game, it was a seven-point game okay. against Colgate. Their, their mascot has to be a walking tube, a little tube of toothpaste now. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know what it is. Needs to be. You're missing, you're missing opportunity. Colgate Raiders. That's what they are. I don't okay. know. Okay. They're, they're raiding that black. <laughs> um, I don't know. But, yeah, Alabama fans, you're going to be disappointed. Good? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just love how you – you might as well just point it at me. Y'all going to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I um, didn't realize. Yeah. But SEC's trash at basketball this year. Good. Kentucky's terrible. 
Well, that, te- that tells you everything. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what tells you everything. Duke can't even compete mm-hmm. because of COVID. Like, they took they took Duke out of the entire tournament because of COVID. No, Duke wasn't going to make the tournament. Were they not going to make it? No. I thought they kicked him out because of COVID. No. Oh. Duke got bounced out of the ACC tournament because of COVID. They had to win the ACC tournament just to get in. Well, I'm just saying they lost their chance. Not really. Really? Duke wasn't winning that so tournament. Let's let me blame COVID mm-hmm. for something. No. Okay. Never Duke mind. wasn't winning that tournament. You don't think so? No. They're just not good. No. It's weird to say that. You just expect them to be good every year. Oh, they get five. Everybody on their team's a five star recruit. Yeah. Same with Kentucky. Yeah. Anyway. But the people from those states are the same ones that complain about Alabama winning every damn championship. And they're. Basketball team has an advantage over everybody every season anyway. Still don't win. Yeah. They're like the Yankees that we talked about last week. Oh, we can bring that up. If you, if you get – at least Alabama's in the national championship game every damn year with yeah. all their talent. Not Duke and Kentucky. Yeah. Kentucky's won one national championship since Cal Perry's been there. Okay. And they've had all the ta- – if you look at all like – I was looking at uh, Kentucky's like rosters from the past years. Mm-hmm. Dude, the guys that are on those rosters that are now NBA stars is crazy. Really? Yes. Yes. Hmm. There's just list. I mean, list of list list of players that play for Kentucky that are now NBA superstars. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's take a break and come back because I just thought of something. All right. Okay, we're back, and uh, you brought. You said the New York Yankees. They don't ever win. They got a new part owner now. They sure do. And he is. Oh no, the Boston Red Sox have a new part owner. Yeah. Yes, that's right. By the name of LeBron James. Mm -hmm. Now, that wouldn't be an issue if, for one thing, you want to clue people in on what that one thing is. LeBron James holding up the Yankees hat. On multiple occasions, saying yeah. he's a Yankees fan. Well, he does, yeah, and the Cleveland Indians, I think, is his team too. I get the Cleveland Indians, I get that, but he has on multiple occasions been wearing the Yankees hat, saying he's a Yankees fan, all this shit. And then he becomes a part owner of the Red Sox, mm-hmm. which I gleefully told my wife because she's a Red Sox fan. Gleefully, I said, hey, hey, come here. Guess who's a part owner of your team now? And she goes, what? It's like King James. She goes, what? And I showed her the picture you sent. That's like, <laughs> and she goes, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. I was like, yep, there it is. You'd think you'd want to buy a different team if that picture is out there of you. If he would have been part owner of the Cleveland Indians, I get it. Sure. I totally get that. Even if you're, say, quote unquote, a Yankees fan, or now what I'm going to start calling LeBron now, professional Drake. <laughs> He just picks and chooses teams to root for. Hell, he picks and chooses teams to play for. Yeah. Like, this isn't somebody that we, we need to – honestly, I shouldn't even be saying anything because loyalty was never his deal. Now that I think about it. Him, no, never. No, no, he's not a loyal <laughs> person at all, like, at all. So, it, honestly, it's not that shocking. The I entire city of Cleveland burned their town down because he wasn't loyal. Yeah. There's, <laughs> a, there's a whole conspiracy to that, too, is that the – that they uh, they traded him on purpose so they could build the team up and then him come back. No. Exactly. <laughs> That's not what happened. There's people that believe that shit. Is that, I mean, there really are people that believe it. Is that they must... let him go to Miami, win some championships while they rebuilt in Cleveland, and then he came back. That had to be a Cavaliers fan that cried themselves to sleep every night because he sure, left. I'm sure there were several bottles of like Mad Dog 2020 involved in that theory. And in order to not, you know, uh, lose their mind over LeBron leaving, that's what they said to convince themselves that LeBron just knew he wasn't going to win a championship there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I was bringing that up because I thought that was funny. He's now that I actually was saying it out loud. I was like, none of this shit shot me. He's like the most unloyal person in sports. <laughs> like, he's the opposite of Fitzgerald. Like, Fitzgerald just goes where they tell him to go, and every game's a revenge game, is what he said. Oh, 
Yeah, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, right. Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick played for uh, every team, and he said every every week's a revenge game because I I played for every team in the league. But it's not his choice. He just goes where they tell him to go. Dude, he's getting paid millions of dollars a year. Of course, he's going. He goes wherever. Like if you're a Lakers fan, don't don't settle in too long because that guy he's going somewhere in the next three years. He'll go somewhere else. He will. He's going to play. He's going to play until he's in his forties. But yep. that does lead me to this. So I was watching some videos like I do on YouTube. And this guy said something. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. It's just a way that you phrase it. So the Jordan-LeBron debate's never going to end. You're never going to convince either side, even though the other side's wrong. I'm, con- I'm confident that my side's right. Unless you do it in a different way. And I'm not saying I'm convinced on this, but I can see this happening. You can say Jordan's the greatest player of all time. But LeBron might wind up having the greatest career of all time. And then I heard that and I was like, okay, I will give you a little bit on that. That's interesting right there. I'm not saying he will, but by the time he retires, he's going to be a scoring champ, all-time points leader. Well, not scoring champ, so you know, all-time point leader. He might be up there with the assists. He might be up there with rebounds. He's going to be in all the statistical categories. He's going to be in the finals more times than not. Probably not going to win all of them, but he's going to be in there. His individual accolades are going to pile up because he's kept himself in such – like he spends a million dollars a year just on the body. So he can play forever. He can play a lot longer at a high level than anybody came before him, really. But then even then you got to look at it going, but how do you look at a career? Do you look at longevity or do you look at what did you do in the amount of time you had? So even then, I don't think he wins, but at least it's interesting when you put it that way. How many MVPs did Jordan have? He had five. He should have had seven. How many is LeBron got right now? Four? Three or four. I think it's four. Mm-hmm. But Jordan should have had seven. <clears throat> Carl Malone shouldn't have got it and Charles Barkley shouldn't have got it. You, you- – Shut your mouth about Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. 88, he was godlike. Nobody could deny him. But 91, he deserved it. 92, he deserved it. 93, he deserved it. 96, 97, 98, he deserved it. When did Charles Barkley win? Win what? MVP. Nice. Oh, no, no, no. 93. 93, 94. He made a really good case for himself, just like Carl Malone did, but. Chris Webber even said that. He goes, you don't give the, the MVP to the old man because he's the old man. You give the MVP to the best player. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's what I'm saying. He should have had seven. He got five. So. Yeah, I mean, LeBron's going to be up there with points, rebounds, assists, he's, all that stuff. He's going he's gonna to rack up numbers. He's going to pass Kareem. Yeah. He's just going to happen. Like, he's got to pass. I think he's three now. He's got to pass Carl. And he's got to pass Kareem. And Kareem, because Kareem just had a long fucking career too. And like as far as I'm concerned, it changes it, it changes in now. But where I'm right now, I'd say he's Kareem's number two of all time right now. I'm talking about a goat status. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like if you look at the NFL passing leaders, all of them played in like the last like two thousand and now. Yeah. Well, and the game changed, right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like NBA games now. There's games that end like 140 to 139. Yeah, well, I mean, you got a no no hand checking era. A lot got, of points. You got a no defense era. A lot of points is what yeah. I'm saying. You so flopping era. So it's not crazy that LeBron's gonna score more points than anybody else. Oh, um, it's gonna be weird. Like I would compare him when he when he if he does get it, I compare him to kind of like Hank Aaron. Is like Hank Aaron never had a season of just absurd amount of home runs like Bonds and McGuire and Sosa and guys like that. He was just really good consistently forever. LeBron James is not a scorer. Can if he has to, but he's not a scorer first guy. He's like a better version of Magic Johnson. Really. He really is. Like, he'll play some defense. He's assist happy. He'll score when he needs to score. Um, he started doing that freaking shoot a three and turns back to the rim, and I hate it. I hate it. You know why? Because Jordan Kobe would never do that shit. Because if you miss, you're not getting back. You're not. You're not trying to win that way. You're just trying to have style points. Him and Steph Curry started doing that shit. 
I saw a whole deal of high school kids that started doing that. If I was their coach in high school, it'd be their ass if you did that shit. One word. Swag. Yeah, that's all they're worried about. They're worried about that's what you- <laughs> they're worried about cool points. Now, if you're Steph Curry, I'll almost give you a pass because shooting wise, you're not human. Like we saw that in the All-Star game. Oh, but this is one thing. So we were sitting around talking about that three-point shootout. And I made the comment, I said, we might be seeing the best shooter of all time. We may be Steph Curry. And they said, well, you think better than Bird? And I said, huh? And I thought about it. I was like, well, if you could get everybody in their prime in a three-point shooting contest, would Steph beat Bird? And you would think, yeah, but Bird's going to be talking shit the whole time. He's going to walk in that locker room and degrade you and talk shit. And so I'm taking that trophy with me and possibly your wife. You know, I was like, nobody talks shit to Steph, really. Not like that. Not like that guy did. And I was like, the mental edge would go to Bird. Technique would go to Steph. That would be interesting. It's something we'll never know. Sure. But I was trying to think, who would you put in that contest? As far as like three-point shooters, because it's not necessarily stars. I put like, Craig Hodges, Mark Price, Ray Allen. About to say Ray Allen. Reggie Miller. I'll give you one more. Who else? Who else would you put in there? Aside from Bird and Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Thompson. Yeah, sure. I was trying to think of one more like old school three point shooter, but I think that would be amazing. I mean, you'll never see it. We were just having a conversation of the you know theoretical bullshit yeah. and. Um, I was instant because he would come down to Curry and Bird, but would Bird get in his head? I doubt it. I don't think so. You would I, say no, but you don't know because it's a completely different era. Like the people think they talk trash now; they don't talk trash now. Not like they used to. I, They're coming in your locker room and talk shit to you before the game. They used to let them do that shit if I, you were high enough level. Steph laughs it off. He does, I don't think he takes it personally. And he probably would win. But that second round, I mean, that when he won, it came down to the wire for him to win that. He wasn't banging every shot. I'd still take him. But in three points, you don't help. Craig Hopkins could come in and whip everybody's ass. You can't do it in the game, but in the shootout. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> I just thought it was an interesting deal that we, that we got to talking about. Another interesting deal was uh, Shaq got in a little bit of trouble. On, uh, I guess, TNT or whatever, he does his deal out. They had a WNBA player on there, and he gave a suggestion on how to make the league more watchable. Did you hear this? I haven't seen anything about this. It's Shaq, man. I mean, you got to give him a little bit because the dude's career is is up there. Um, one of the most dominant players ever walked the face of the earth at, at all. Can't shoot free throw, but, you know, it is what it is. He said, I'm not going to try to do the voice, but he says, uh, you guys have got the shooting down, you got the step backs, you got all this. He's saying all the stuff that you have that NBA has. Because the only thing you don't have is like the crowd pleasing dunks. And you could tell she was getting kind of irritated by that. And he goes, I think you should lower the rim. He goes, because like in volleyball, the women's net is lower than the men's net. Made a good point. And he goes, because you guys can't really get up there and do the flashy double-handed dunks and all that stuff that the crowd really wants to see and people tune in to see. And all. He's trying to give you something here. and say, hey, you, you guys want to make money or not? Because one of the things people like to see is flash. They mm-hmm. like to see that shit. Oh, man. They lit him up for this. They lit him up saying she made him look dumb. Because the whole there was another deal when they were talking about pick and roll and all this stuff, and he was talking about how you should do it. She goes, well, you got guys that shoot from half court now. And he's trying to explain to them, you know, we, you can adjust to that. You get like Scottie Pippen and guys like that, they would adjust to that shit. And they're trying to – the reason why I got irritated was he said this after they already tried to make him look stupid. Guy's got four fucking rings, dude. He's fucking Shaq. Shaq knows basketball. And you're trying – I'm not saying that he's a, a, a genius when it comes to basketball, but I'm not going to argue with a guy. That has that kind of resume. I'm just not going to argue with him. And her resume is not Shaquille O'Neal. But then when he said that, she got irritated about it. And she goes, "There, we go, we're going to get to that point because you watch my daughter when she gets into the WNBA, she's been doing them flashy dunks and stuff. So evidently, her daughter is superhuman. 
She's going to do something that nobody's ever been able to do. Maybe. I doubt it. Maybe. I doubt it. Look. Maybe, maybe. But no, he's making a point. It's like. Athletes of today are different than athletes of yesterday. They are. Athletes of tomorrow will be different than athletes today. Kind of. They kind of are and they kind of aren't. It's 10 feet regardless. And it's sad to say that people want to – they don't want to just see fundamental basketball. They want to see some highlight. They want Mm -hmm. to see that. They want to see an SC top 10 play. Exactly. You want to see that live. Mm -hmm. That's the whole reason why back in the day we went to go see the Hawks versus the Raptors, Phillips Arena. Vince didn't even show up. (laughs) He was hurt. He wound up getting hurt before before then. We're like, well, maybe – no, 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 stop. He didn't come to Atlanta. Only reason why we picked that game – it's because Vince Carter was playing in that game. That's the only reason. Atlanta was garbage then. We picked that because we wanted to see Vince do something in person that nobody else could do at the time. You want to see a clip that you can buy on NBA Top Shot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to see the legendary version of that clip. For you kids. Kids out there. And, 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 and to, give, to give Shaq a little bit here, it's like he wants to say he dropped nine feet. He's just to drop a few inches. That's all he was saying. He's like, just, just level the playing field a little bit. And, oh, God, they lit him up for it. You know I mean? Of course they lit him up for it now. But I sit there going, I, I don't know if he's wrong. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think he could, though. He could. Would that not just throw off your shooter, though? Everybody can adjust. It would be easier to shoot on a lower goal than a higher goal. Well, yeah, but. You, you would adjust that really quick. You would. Ju- it would be harder to adjust to a taller goal. Than a lower one. Oh yeah, obviously, but if anything, it makes shooting better. Okay. I just thought he made a good point, and it's—he's not saying do it. He was just saying, "Hey, here's a suggestion. Nobody's watching your games." What about if they add um, trampolines into the court? Yes. (laughs) Do it like Rock and Jock used. Like Rock and Jock used to do it on MTV when they'd have the celebrities and the NBA players play together. They did it in baseball. Do you remember any of this? No. Okay. Well, they started with a softball game. So they would have like music stars with MOB players playing a softball game. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember this because Cecil Fielder like played. You remember Cecil Fielder. You remember what he looked like, right? Fat guy. Mm-hmm. They had him in the outfield and he had a chair. <laughs> he had a fucking chair with an umbrella over him and everything. He goes, oh, shit, this guy can hit. And he would get up and actually feel. And when a celebrity would come back, he goes, I'm going back to my chair. And he'd sit down in his chair. They had, like, you could call, like, a special ball. It was, like, a green ball. And if you knock that out, it counted for more runs. They would do shit like that. Like, And then uh, the, the, uh, the basketball ones came out. And, uh, and, like, Marky Mark did the halftime show of one of them in his underwear going, feel it, feel it. <laughs> It was shit like that. <laughs> but you would get like NBA stars and you get celebrities and stuff and you would get like bonus points from hitting from a little circle. They'd have things on the court. If you hit it from there. Yeah, I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd watch that all day. I'd watch the shit out of that. Do people be guarding that like five point spot and all that? I don't know. It'd be interesting. But I think considering lowering an, uh, a goal is not as crazy as it sounds. They're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. It's controversial, but I just don't like how they just buried him for that, just for him trying to help. He's, that's all he's trying to do is trying to help him. He wasn't trying to be sarcastic. He wasn't trying to be an asshole. He's Shaq, dude. I think it would have went better if Charles Barkley would have explained it. <laughs> Love Charles. Yeah. I, I like the memes going around. That was Charles Barkley breathes, and Shaq's like, how many, how many of these rings you got, Charles? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I saw a funny. Uh, I almost sent it to you. Uh, I might have saved it um, to bring up on the podcast. It was a uh, Charles Barkley quote. They were. You may have saw this. Um, I think Barkley and Scottie Pippen were on the same team, and it was when Dirk was a rookie. The Rockets. Uh, sure. Yeah, it's when they were on the okay. same team. Okay, Dirk was a rookie uh, wow. in the league back then, and. Um, at halftime, I think Dirk had like 25 points. And this is Charles telling the story. And he said in the locker room, Scotty came up to him and said, I'm going to lock him up second half. And he said, Dirk finished with 57. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what that story was. They weren't playing yet. 
there might be a different Charles Barkley story, but he's talking about dirt, and he's in a locker room talking about it. And uh, I don't know what it was where they were where they were um, what they were playing, but um, he was trying his best. The 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 the, uh, the punchline to the story was he was like saying something. It might be a different dirt story. But he's like, Dirk had like so many points, whatever. And he goes, hey, man, you ever think about going to Auburn? Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to get him to go to Auburn. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, Dirk ended with uh, 52. Jesus Christ. But he, he had an unguardable shot so that when he was hot, you couldn't guard that, that, that uh, what would you call it, a lean-back fadeaway? Mm-hmm. He would lean back on one leg, and he's already seven feet. And then – it. His, that shot would be comparable to like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's skyhook. It's almost impossible to guard. You trying to find it? Yeah, it was, but I don't. I think I know where it was. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. He might have told more than one story, but the story. Look it up if you can. Just look up Charles Barkley talks about Dirk Nowitzki, and you'll see him. He's talking in the locker room. And it's a great damn story. It's a fucking great story. But his, his whole point was he was trying to get him to go to Auburn. Uh, yeah. Um, God, I'll never be able to find it again. It's a great story, though. I think there is a story about Scotty trying to lock him down and he couldn't. I, I think that was what he, he just said. That Scotty said he was going to lock him up, and then he finished with 52. Might have been like an exhibition game or something. They might have been playing an exhibition game against like younger talent or something. I can't remember. Because I saw the clip. Yeah, I don't know where it's at. I'm never going to find it again. It's like um, anything you look up Charles Barkley is usually gold anyway. Oh, yeah. He's um, hilarious. Uh, you got anything else? I do have one thing that's not sports related. So I don't know what you know about Kevin Smith movies. You know who he is. He's a director. Sure. Yeah. Um, he hadn't made a good movie in a while. Last good movie he made was Red State. Did you ever see Red State? No. It's completely different than anything he ever made. And it's I've seen Clerks. Clerks is amazing. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you know the story of how that movie was made, you're like, that's amazing. When he would film it at night when the store was closed. He worked at that convenience store or whatever. That's a great story. Kevin Smith has a really great story of how he got into the business. But I always debate, I was like, what was my favorite Kevin Smith movie, Dogma or Red State? They're completely different movies. Like one's a comedy, one is not a comedy. Like you need to watch that. If you haven't watched it, you might need to watch that one because then when you watch it, you're like man, that's amazing. And then you find out what he wanted to do for the ending, and you're like, oh Jesus Christ! He didn't have the money to make the ending he wanted to make, so he had to change the whole ending. And his ending would have been fucking spectacular. But Dogma's always been my favorite Kevin Smith movie. Have you ever seen Dogma? Yes. Okay. Dogma is a story of. You know, this woman gets tasked with stopping somebody, stopping two angels from walking into a church. The Catholic Church changes kind of the laws of Christianity so that you just pass through the door, you're forgiven of all your sins. These angels that have been locked out of heaven since the beginning of time, well, not the beginning of time, since, you know, like 3,000 years ago, something like that. The angel of death, they named him Loki. It's Matt Damon. And Bartleby, the, um, what was he? Forget what kind of angel he was, but he's Ben Affleck. Great movie, great comedy, fucking fun movie, really fun movie. But you haven't been able to watch it for years. Do you know why? They wouldn't re-release it on DVD, Blu-ray, or anything. You couldn't stream it. You couldn't do shit because it was owned by Miramax and personally owned by Weinstein, by Harvey Weinstein. I thought that I thought they turned Dogma into an NFT. It's NFT. NFT. Yeah, non-fungible token. Oh. <laughs> well, somebody owned it? Well, yeah. No, owned it. So Kevin Smith tells the story that he um, got a call from Harvey because like the 20-year anniversary of Dogma was coming up. And to give you an example, if you wanted to buy that Blu-ray, it's going for like 45, 50 bucks. I mean, that DVD, the Blu-ray is going for like 100 bucks. You can't stream it. Legally, you can't stream it. So you couldn't watch the movie legally, even if you wanted to buy it. You literally couldn't buy that movie. Harvey calls up Kevin. He's like, hey, I'm thinking about, you know, 20-year anniversary is coming up. I'm thinking about re-releasing it and all this stuff. And, you know, so what do you think? And Kevin's like, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's a good idea. And then he finds out later that Harvey was doing this to everybody. 
he was circling the wagons. He was trying to get people on the side because he knew what was coming. And he's like, shit. And you take what Kevin Smith's with a grain of salt, but I think that happened. And uh, so a couple weekends ago, me and my wife watched Dogma in its entirety. You want to know how we watched it? How? On YouTube. I checked before we recorded. It's still on YouTube in its entirety. You want to know why they can't take it off YouTube? Why? Because, and I'm going, to, I'm going to stumble all over this legal shit, but what it all comes down to is this. If they release anything that Harvey owns, down the line, these victims can claim any money that any profits that are made from these products, they can claim all of it. It's potentially, they could take all that. So they can't release anything. Anything that hadn't been released, they can't touch it. Because if they do, then they could be liable. Whatever money they make, they might make it today. They might have to pay it later. If they tell them to take it off YouTube, that's showing that they have an interest in doing something with the property. If they take it off YouTube, they potentially would have to give money to those victims. So they can't say shit to the people. There's a whole channel on YouTube that just shows that movie. Hmm. They cannot tell them to take it off YouTube. You can watch it for free on YouTube. I thought that was incredible. I thought that was so, somebody figured it out. They're like, hey, we can put this on YouTube. They can't say shit. They're always a loophole. And that's one of the best ones I've ever seen. Because mm. I thought, well, this, well, let's go and watch it because they're going to pull this. It's still up without ads. Decent quality. Hmm. I was like, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. So I thought that was very, very interesting. It's like they legally cannot say shit. They just got to take it. That's odd. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. <laughs> I, I just want to put that in somewhere just because I thought that was really, really cool. Because we've been wanting, it's not the greatest movie in the world. But we, we were like, man, we want to watch that. You couldn't. Unless you had a fire stick or something, I guess you could, but we were going to rent it. Yeah. And we never could understand why nobody was streaming it. Because it's a fun movie. Nobody's streaming it, and that's why. There's hmm. a handful of movies like that. PCU, I don't know who owns it, but it's kind of that you can't rent it, you can't buy it, you can't do anything. PCU would never be made today, by the way, if you've never seen it. I have not. Politically correct university, starring David Spade and all them. No way you make that movie today. Imagine that. No way. <laughs> it's a fun movie, though. It's, it's fucking great. It's a good movie. We want to watch it. We don't know who owns it, but. Dogma, you want to watch Dogma, just go to YouTube. There you go. Somebody wins out of that. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. It's not sports related, but I thought it was interesting. All right. I don't have anything else. I don't have anything else. All right. I guess that'll do it for us. Yeah. This one's all over the place, but it's a slow day. Yeah. Not a whole lot of sports news going on right now. No. NFL free agency's open, so there should be some interesting things coming. Go watch Dogma. There you go. All right.